we have questions. And somebody's got to have answers. Okay. We're doing this. We introduced our podcast. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. All right. Beautiful. Um, Should we do little introductions in case someone other than our mom listens? Yes. Listeners, we are going to start with introductions of the two of us um, to you who are hopefully out there in the world. All right. So um, this is Hannah's voice. Hannah is talking. Aaron and I are two best friends. We were college roommates for most of college, um, and she can't get rid of me. We've been friends for, what, like almost 10 years now? We met in 2012. Yeah, that's correct. Sorry. Wow. Long time. (laughs) (laughs) We're um, in our late 20s trying to figure the world out. Yeah. We have a lot of questions. So many. So many questions. Um, I go next then, right? Sure. Okay, I'm Erin. This is Erin's voice. Um, For some reason I feel like we sound really similarly. We don't. No, I thought about that ahead of time. I think people will definitely know who is talking. Um, Let's see. Yes, as Hannah said, we were college roommates. I just want to mention there is a third roommate, Danielle, who you will meet in the future. We're sure. Um, But for now, when you hear about Danielle, she is just the third roommate who is now a ghost but will be realized. (laughs) She's not dead, though. Oh, no, not dead. Very alive. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, and we have shared interests that we want to talk about. No, we don't. No, we don't. Erin and I, um, I'm very much inside, drink wine, watch Netflix. I could rewatch the same Netflix series 15 times in a row and be happy crocheting blankets. Erin goes outside (laughs) and drinks beer. That's true. I mean, I like wine as well, but I also go outside and will drink beer. Um, and I You're do more not... of a book reader than a Netflix watcher. Yeah, and I also don't rewatch things. I just rewatched New Girl because they're taking it off of Netflix, and I'm mad about it. So I watched it from start to finish so I could have it fresh in my mind before they took it away. <laughs> I do love New Girl, but yeah, I would not sit down and rewatch it. I'd be like, I know what happens. All the surprises are gone. I learned that that's an anxiety thing, because um, I know what's going to happen, so there's not as much anticipation So because I have severe anxiety, I do a lot, like I reread books all the time. I rewatch movies that I've, Mm. I think when I'm like the most anxious, I would just watch Moana on a loop. It's my comfort movie because I know it's going to happen. There's no mystery. Oh no, I gotta have, I always am like craving a new thing. Um, which is why, uh, but one of the things we do share is this love of webtoons Oh, yes. And I love it because there's always, there's always a new one. Like, there's always a new one to find and to just, like, spend hours obsessing over. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to that in another kind If of you guys episode. don't know what Webtoons is, it's a free app and it's full of comics, essentially. Um, some of them are, like, each comic kind of stands alone and some of them are a story and they go together. And we both have a couple that we like a lot that we'll get to eventually talk about. But if you don't have the app, download it. Not sponsored. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Not sponsored at all. Just awesome content on the internet that people are making and everyone should know about. Um, So that's good. I'm sure more about us will come up throughout the podcast. I feel Um, like this is real awkward, so we're drinking some sangria to loosen it up. Loosen it up. We're figuring it out. We're doing... I'm looking at the computer as though I'm going to see someone (laughs) on the other side, just so everyone knows. 
I'm um, trying really hard to just make direct eye contact with you, so I feel like this is a conversation and not like we're performing. <laughs> like really, I'm trying so hard. No, no, I'm performing. Um, I'm performing. So I think this is the part maybe where we say the premise of how this whole podcast is going to go. Yeah, so we're going to take turns um, researching stuff of our choosing and teaching the other one about it. And occasionally we'll have on friends or family members or partners who know a lot about something to also teach us. That's where Danielle will come in a lot. Um, So I took this first week because I'm briefly unemployed. So I had a lot of free time. (laughs) I will be employed again soon. Um, Do you want me to tell you what I chose? Um, or do you have anything well, let to me add? just say, well, I'll just add that I do not know ahead of time the subject Hannah has chosen to talk about this week. So my questions are totally candid, and it's an exercise in listening and asking questions of someone who is excited about a thing. But that's all that I would add. So now, yes, tell me, what is the subject? So I wanted it to be kind of fun since this is our first episode. Um... I hope and, they're always kind of fun. I don't want to well, do any sad episodes. <laughs> no, but like, like extra, it's, so I picked a few different topics. I have five oh. brief paragraphs on five separate things. Oh. Um, I can go into further detail on all of them. The twist is not all of them are true. Oh my God. And you have to guess at the end of each thing, which are true oh and which are fake. Oh my God. Um, I love this. I'm not going to tell you how many are lies because then by the time we get to the end, you'll do the math and you'll figure it out. Okay. And um, you can ask as many follow-up questions as I'm reading after I'm done before you make your guess. So, let me just quick review. Are, are these all about the same subject or these are five different subjects? Five different subjects. And the thing you're telling me about the subject is true or not true and I'm saying which is true. So, each... How so do we try one... one yeah, each one's going to be either, like, entirely true or entirely fake. It's not going to be, like, pick the parts that are right. Oh, okay. Okay, so the first one, um, I also started each one with a silly little sentence. As you should. As you should. make it fun. Uh, the first one is that narwhals are like trees. Uh, much like the rings of a tree can tell you its age and provide clues about the life it has lived, so too does the long tusk of a narwhal. Recent research led by bioscience professor at, by a bioscience professor at Denmark's I don't know how to say that, but it's a university in Denmark, has shown that this peculiar Arctic whale adds a layer to its distinctive tusk each year. And not only do these layers offer insight into the large, into the age of the narwhal. Sorry, guys. I can't read. This is what I'm learning right now. That's okay. (laughs) They've been known, um, in parentheses, they've been known to live up to 50 years, but the conditions in which they lived, such as level of pollution, temperature levels, and even what their diet consisted of. This is the, because the tusk is actually a long tooth that can detect subtleties in temperature, pressure, and particle presence in the water. And then I said, can you imagine getting a cavity in that? A root canal? <laughs> the sensitivity! So do you have any follow-up questions? Follow-up questions. Um, so thank you. That was very informative. I'm excited we're talking about narwhals. Just I also to say. didn't know that the, it was a tooth. I always thought oh. of it more as like a unicorn horn. It comes up like essentially through their nose, not through their head. Oh. I also thought of it as a unicorn. Because when they're drawn in, like, cartoons, they're drawn like unicorn fish. Okay. I called it a unicorn whale. Peyton got very mad at me. Peyton is my nine-year-old, ten-year-old. She's had her birthday stepdaughter. um, And she likes facts. She's a very factual child. Listen, in the world we're living in currently, I think I can understand where such a desire would come from. Um, Okay, here's my question. 
Um, do narwhals ever lose their horns, or can they survive if their horn comes off by accident? Um, they don't, like, shed their horn like a deer sheds its antler, but if, like, they were to get in a fight or something and it broke, they can survive. It's like if you lost a tooth. Does it grow back? I don't believe so. Ah, okay. Um, are they born with a horn, or does it grow over time? It grows over time. Is there only one kind of narwhal, or are there, like, subsequent kinds of narwhals? I don't know the answer to that question. There's probably only one, because they're a kind of whale. Yeah, know? I believe that a narwhal is a type, is, like, a subset of whale. I don't think there's more than one. Okay. When should I make my guess about whether... Whenever you're ready. All right. I feel like this is totally true. This it is. is. Yeah. Wow. That's true. I was like, this is too cool to not be true. I would be so upset if you told me such a convincing <laughs> lie. Um, I do have a couple convincing lies in here, so... Wow. Also, some of these are longer and some of these are shorter. Oh so. my god. Wait, I have another question. Did yeah. Did you find out what the oldest narwhal is? I can find out right now. Yeah, I want to know. How, like, and how long it's horn? Hey, Siri... How old is the oldest narwhal? Let's see. On it, the maximum recorded lifespan of a narwhal is 50 years. Ah, I would, you know, I'm surprised. I, in my imagination... It doesn't say anything about... But the corresponding human value, it says, is 120 years. Just like, you know, dogs only live for, like, 20 years, but that'd be, like, 100 years as a person. Ah. Still, in my mind, I imagine narwhals were kind of like ancient creatures that lived hundreds of years, like turtles. Sorry, bud. Ah. You ready for fact number two? Okay, I'm ready for fact number two. The first person who ever got a speeding ticket was basically a turtle. On January 28th, 1896, Walter Arnold was spotted going four times the speed limit in his 19th century Benz. But since the speed limit at the time was just two miles per hour, that meant he was not going too fast. He was only going eight miles an hour. I did the math for anyone out there who's like me and does not do math in their head. He was going eight miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Okay. The posted speed limit was two miles per hour. The constable had to chase him down on his bicycle, and Walter was charged with using a locomotive without a horse for having fewer than three persons in charge of the same, for driving more than two miles per hour, and for not having his name and address on the vehicle. In total, Walter paid 47 euros for his crimes. Crimes. I don't... And, uh, I think I forgot to delete something. And encouraged a change in legislation which increased the speed limit to 14 miles per hour. Wow. That's a big jump from 2 to 14. Yes. He was... This was also when, like, non-horse carriages were very new. Uh. And they weren't really sure what they could do or what was appropriate for them to do. Mm-hmm. Which is why he was charged for operating a locomotive without a horse. I see. So this man succeeded, but he, did he still pay his ticket? No, 47 euros. He paid 47 euros, but he changed the law. Mm-hmm. So they still called them carriages without a horse. So wait. He well, got- the locomotive... There's just his charge. So did other cars exist at the time? Yeah, just not very many. He only had one because he was the local Benz dealer. Uh. Hmm. I'm trying to think of follow-up questions. Okay. You don't have to have follow-up questions either. If it seems straightforward and you just want to guess, that's... I feel like a fool. I just feel like this obviously has to be true. I feel like a fool. <laughs> like, I want to find... you feel like a fool? Because I want to find some loophole in your story. 
story and I'm just like, no, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Like two miles an hour. Okay. So two miles an hour, actually, hold on. Let me he, think. The constable caught him riding like a pedal bicycle. Like he wasn't going very fast. Right, right, right. Which is what I'm trying to think. Like if I'm running, I typically want to do like, I don't know if I'm like jogging. I I'll tell you that I can run roughly two miles in one hour. That is, and I run very slowly because it takes me half an hour to do a mile. Okay, right. And I would maybe do one in like 10, 15 minutes. So you could do, you could probably run like five, six miles an hour. Okay, yeah. If there's like no hills and it's flat. Yeah, like five, yeah, yeah. If I did like four miles in no, no, a straight uphill, it's 10 miles an hour. Aaron <laughs> Bennett is the five foot two speed of light. No. I feel like that's something else. Did you say I'm five foot two? No, you're not, are you? You're like five and three quarters. (laughs) I feel like it's important to mention about our friendship too is I am a literal giant as far as girls go. I'm like five nine-ish, which is fair. It's pretty far above average for girls. Erin is just above five feet. And when we were in college and we would go for walks, my pace is naturally much quicker than hers and she would jog next to me. But the strange thing is your feet are much smaller than mine. Peyton and I have the same size feet now. We like, can share shoes. She's 10. I would have thought my large feet would have given me some kind of advantage. I would, For the record, I would offer to slow down and she would tell me no. Because I was exercising. It was good for me. Because <laughs> I was exercising. Your giant friend was walking, so you had to run with her. I'm just going to say I feel like this is true. It's true. <sighs> okay. Now I'm going to be really messed up when there's a fake one. Okay, continue. Ask me the, ask me, ask me the next one. <laughs> you good over there? You've been two sips of sangria, girl. I know. But all I had was a smoothie before this. Continue. Continue. Okay. Fact number three. Boys do be gorilla-like, though. Mm. That S- sentence came from me. <laughs> That's that not part of the fact. Hannah invented that, just so we're all aware. She's not quoting or making fun of anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I solely make fun of myself. It's fine. Um, okay. Do... <laughs> Hit me. I want to know. I was playing that over and again in my head. <laughs> I would like to apologize to everyone who just had to listen to me say that sentence. You were so sure. You were so confident. I'm not anymore. It's okay. okay. <sighs> it's alright. Due to their testosterone, men have twice as many hair follicles as women, which is mm. why their bodies tend to be hairier overall. Chest mm. hair, longer leg hair, back hair, etc. This is due to the nature of our roles as hunter and gatherers and their need to stay warm while finding food. And it's decreased with the evolution of people and the fact that we no longer pick our mates based solely on outward skills and survival. We aren't picking hairy men over non-hairy men. We're just picking people that we like. There are still plenty of hairy men out there and plenty of women who prefer this. And there's also lots of hairy women and lots of men without body hair who still make perfectly good mates. In the words of Be More Chill the Musical... It's all good. Humanity has stopped evolving. Whoa. All right, first of all... So it was evolutionary beneficial for men to have more hair for survival reasons. All right, that's the fact. That's That's the fact. And that... So their testosterone helps them produce twice as much hair because they have more hair follicles, which is also why, like, if someone starts to transition and they get put on testosterone... They then can produce more body hair. Their body starts producing more follicles. They get bushier. 
Okay. But where it's like kind of being bred out because that's no longer a factor in choosing who we're going to have babies with. Like it still exists. Like your husband is very hairy. I was going to say, like you're saying but then, that, but I'm like, but then I... you think of, think of your brother. He's not. Yeah. He is no, less hair than true. I do. That's true. No, I understand. So I understand that it's not evolutionarily necessary. Some people still prefer it for sure. Right, right, but right. But for aesthetic reasons versus survival reasons. I see. Okay. But I guess I just feel like there's still a part of our brains that is like, this man looks like he's going to survive. This well, yeah, is a robust person. There's also been studies that are like, boys pick girls with like wider hips because the like caveman area of their brain goes, she can push out more babies without dying. Right. Right. So what do you think? All right. Um, so hold on. Just okay. So the <laughs> fact that I am deciding whether it is true or not that that it's that not um, men have twice as many hair follicles as women, which is why their body's hairier due to survival and okay um, all that junk. Don't touch the microphone. I know. I'm sorry. That was a rookie mistake. Um, <laughs> we're new at this. I think it's true. I pulled that out of my ass. No! I made that one up. No! Um, boys are hairier, and it is due to testosterone. It has nothing to do with hair follicles. And but look at your brother. Some boys are not hairy at all. I'm so sorry that we're... I'm sorry, Stephen. <laughs> it's fine. Stephen, we don't love you. listen to this. Um, Grow a beard. He does send me Snapchat sometimes. Whoa, well, okay, hair. pause. This is not going to go on a, on a podcast we're going to share with the world. <laughs> what? Whatever I was going to talk about his beard. Yeah. I feel like that's not fair, talking about Steven's beard. No, because I was going to say that he sends them to me, and he has facial hair, and it still surprises me, because I think of, like, 18-year-old Steven. Oh. Yeah. Who could not? He won't care. Okay. Let me ask Steven, do you care? No, I don't. Great. <laughs> right. I'm not making fun of him. I love him. I know. We it's can fun. make fun of Aaron. Like, my husband... Is very hairy. Can we back up and just address that? Um, my friend here, Aaron, and co-host, E-R-I-N, married Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Oh, yes. And now they have the same name. I'm sorry, everyone. We should have clarified that earlier. Yes. When I say Aaron, I'm not talking about myself, Aaron. We'll have another episode about phonetics, but not today. <laughs> not today. Today's <laughs> my episode. Does this tell us how long we've been recording for? No. Well, I guess we'll find out at the end. <laughs> okay. Um, let's keep going. Okay. Okay. Great. So that was our first lie. This is a shorter it. fact. Um, speaking of pulling things out of my ass, you can fit so many raccoons up your asshole. Your anus can stretch up to seven inches without damage, and ra- raccoons can fit into holes as small as four inches because they can squish themselves like cats. So you can fit almost two entire full-grown raccoons up your butt before your anus explodes. This has to be a lie. That's true! Oh my god. You didn't even ask any follow-up questions. I, how That's could real I, life! What could I say to that? What could I say to that? Oh my god. Can I put a raccoon up your butt and test it? No. <laughs> oh, please. Hannah, raccoons. I had no idea. But uh, Okay. Let's just address this. Raccoons can fit in a hole that's only four 
Centimeters? Have you ever seen, like, a cat wiggle into something they shouldn't be able to fit into? Hannah, I'm allergic to cats. I don't know anything about them. Okay, so there's there's this whole thing on the internet that cats are not solid, they're liquid. Okay. Because they take the shape of whatever container that they're in. <laughs> then it doesn't matter if they shouldn't be able to fit, they fit. Um, in my brain, cats and raccoons are closely related. That is not true. I'm making that up. Okay. But raccoons do the same thing. They can fit in very small spaces. They can, like, compress their little... <laughs> Hannah just gave me an impression of a raccoon squishing into a small hole. Audience members. <laughs> it was good. I wish you could have seen it. <laughs> you should know she has very long limbs, which is what makes it funny to me. And I also can fit in very small spaces. This is I true. I bet this I could true. fit up your butthole. Mm, I don't know. Things don't. <laughs> no. Exit only. Exit. Exit only space. <laughs> okay. Um, I understand that's not everyone's MO, but that's okay. We're not king shaming. We're just, you know, this is our preference. Stop touching the mic. It's fine. You're right. Honest, it if you guys hear a loud thump, it's because I smacked her hand away. Hasn't happened yet. Could happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Next, next one. one. Next one. Um, this is our last one, and then I have a small bonus one. Bonuses. So we might have to, I don't know. I don't know how long we've been recording. I think it's been a, it, you said we, we would record like an hour. I feel like we're not there yet. No, we're not. I don't think I came up with enough facts that we're going to talk more. We'll talk more. We'll go over them. Okay. We'll talk about the future. Talk about the past. All right. In 16th and 17th century Europe, cannibalism was actually a fairly common practice, and it was all for medical purposes. The practice seemed to have started because Egyptian mummies were thought to have magical curative properties, so they were ground up and put in many remedies. As the idea evolved, human bone, blood, and fat were all used in medical concoctions. Got a headache? Crush a skull. Make some tea. We don't eat other people anymore, but we still utilize other people's bodies and medicine through blood transfusion and organ donation. End scene. So they weren't actually... Oh, but no, you said they crushed it up for remedies. But you were talking specifically about mummies? Only? It wasn't No, like... it was like... So this is in Europe, but that started because Egyptian mummies were thought to be magical. So the Egyptians started it and the Europeans stole it, which is on par for history. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so... Are you suggesting that just, like, us, uh, looking back on history, knew that these things were happening at the same time or different people came to these conclusions? Or are we suggesting that, like, in the 17th century, someone went to Egypt, saw this happening, went back to Europe, and was like, hey... That's what I'm suggesting. Because, you know, those Europeans love to colonize and thieve things. Yeah. Well, I guess... mm, I'm trying to, like... Cultural appropriation? Jump back through, like, when we were the... Crusades happening. Well, would 17th century be... It's the 1600s is the 17th century. So that would be like when um, What's-His-Face sailed the ocean blue, Columbus. I think 1692. Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1692. I think. It wasn't because the Revolutionary War happened in 1776. You're right. Boom. And I know all of that because of Hamilton the Musical. It's okay. That's a good reason to know. If you make things rhyme, we remember them. This is If you rap it at me, I would have never failed a test in my life. Instead, I was a horrible student. You weren't a horrible student. Mm, I graduated 
graduated of college with a 2.3 GPA, Aaron. <laughs> I just don't think I ever told you that because you were an honor student. And uh, we were roommates. They were roommates. Roommates. Um, they sorry. to think no, of me as a failure. I don't think of you as a failure. I'm worried about disappointing you. No, you never disappoint me. I just know that you need to be actively... Something needs to feel actively relevant to your life for you to become invested enough to do a lot of work on it. You don't just, like, arbitrarily... I'm that. Yeah, it's like you were very committed to, like, our dance rehearsals and our theater plays and doing background research and all that and getting that all planned on time and planning all our theater But meetings. I did not write any papers. <laughs> I mean, you would be running around the apartment going, I don't want to write this paper. And I'd be like, Hannah, you have to write it. And I'd be like, do you want me to help you? And you'd be like, no. And I'd be like, it's literally my job. And you'd be like, no, I don't want your help. And I'd be like, that's fine. And you'd be like, I know how to write papers. And I'd be like, I know. And you'd be like, so no one talked to me. And you'd be like, I have to watch this episode of this show just to calm down and then you work on it and also this was usually like 12 hours before the paper was due that i'd known about for months and i would lock myself in my bedroom with our dog and some snacks and a lot of caffeine and i wouldn't emerge until it was done and that's how i got through college with seven hour bursts of mania just way too i just i'm stressed just thinking about that (laughs) sorry to to bring up those traumatic memories too much anyways do you think that uh, Europeans were cannibals in the 17th century? Well, here's the deal. I know that we used uh, cadavers, right? Dead bodies to learn about the human body. And that was but the did old... we eat them to cure the human body? I feel like no. It's true. Oh, gosh. I only threw uh-huh. one lie in. Only one lie? It was just, just the um, hair lie. Ah, well, I was like, I know that we... So, like... I'm trying to think of who I honestly think it was like Leonardo da Vinci like stole dead bodies yeah. um, to cut them open. One of the things that I almost put in here was they found like a dozen skeletons under, um, who's the guy that did the the light bulb? Edison? Thomas Edison? Yeah, under Andre. his house because one of his like partners was stealing cadavers to learn about them and they were like canoodling in the dead bodies. Not like in a sexual way. I don't way. think canoodling Canoodle is the wasn't word. the right word. <laughs> investigating yeah but doing research but, but they were science. like like um what's it called when like you do something stupid with somebody else who's also doing something stupid and neither of you are going to tell so neither of you get in trouble mutual destruction okay all right i i do think there's a word that and i know why you said canoodling because it sounds like two people doing something they're not going to tell anyone yeah, else about they're like con- con- conspiring together conspiring. not canoodling canoodling yeah, I was like, there's a non-sexual one. There's like a platonic version of this term. Conspire. Conspire is the platonic version of canoodle. <laughs> I think we found our episode title. <laughs> oh my gosh, this has just changed the whole meaning of conspiring for me. I'm like, I'm never going to forget about how to use this word. It's just platonic canoodling. Yeah. Less touching, more timeless and feeling, but that's also not true. Less touching, more plotting. Yeah. More maniacal laughing? <laughs> yeah, no. We might cut that out. No, nothing is cut. You Audience gets everything. Listeners. Get um, everything. Do um, you want our bonus facts? Yes, tell me the bonus facts. It's very short. Mm. The Easter okay. Island heads, you know the Easter Island heads? I do. They have full bodies underneath them. That's <gasps> it. That's the whole fun fact. Oh, wait. Uh... Someone excavated them. I mean, here's the deal. The They're inter- like nine feet tall. The internet has definitely... That's not tall enough. The heads themselves are I know. No, no. You mean to... You should probably mean to say, like, 60 feet tall. I don't know. Here's the deal. 
I have no spatial awareness. Feet mean nothing to me. Inches, don't even know her. Centimeters, see you later. Audience, I have seen Hannah make choices about how to move her body through space that <laughs> prove this to be true. <laughs> um, I look at things and I go, I'm probably bigger than this. And it's like a full fucking bed frame. All right, here's the deal. I have been wrong about many of the things you have suggested to me today. I just believe them all, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I think there was one that you said false and it was true. The last one. The last you one I thought went... was false. It's, I thought it was false when I was wrong, which I should have, like, expected the medievalists to be weirdos and be eating people dust to heal themselves. Um, I'm going to interrupt you for a hot second. I just realized I was cracking my fingers and the mic might have picked that up, so I apologize to anyone who that'll upset because people can't handle cracking and my body just cracks all the time so all right we'll play it back and see okay we'll find that's out. That. Continue. We, were, we were chatting so maybe they won't know um i did that to jason last night to freak him out because my wrist just cracks on command jason, jason is, is my fiance <laughs> <laughs> yes hannah is engaged um and to jason who has two children so hannah is ultimate stepmom status we can also talk about this in a later episode i am married the kids will come up a lot because they are Honestly, good good comedic energy for my purposes. Yeah. They're like your children through osmosis. Like, I honestly feel like your genes are in them somehow. Oh, man, the sass on Peyton. It's yours. It's so... You tell me, you're like, you can't believe what he, like Peyton said to me today. And I'm like, I can't believe it. Because <laughs> I lived with you. <laughs> um, all right, but I need to guess this. Now, here's the deal. I want it to be true. I've seen illustrations that suggests oh right the easter island body heads yep yeah forgot what we're doing the question you asked me (laughs) put my laptop away it's gone but here's the deal when you see something on twitter you don't know whether someone like hey look at this cool thing and they're being sarcastic it's something that obviously can't possibly be true or whether it is true and that's the only time i've seen someone suggest that there are whole bodies underneath but you're also on twitter and on the internet in the same spaces as me which leads me to believe that it's pretend and they don't have bodies underneath. They're just... They do have bodies. No! Are you serious? I would like to say that to get all of these facts, I typed into Google weird facts. And I clicked on the first link. And I don't know how reputable it is. And it was like 175 weird facts to tell your friends at parties. And then I took the five other than that last one. And I just like dug into them a little bit more. So I know that the ones that I told you were true prior to this were true. But that one I just copied and pasted and trusted the internet. I need to look this up. Hold on, audience. We're Googling on Because I definitely saw an illustration of that, and I was like, that can't possibly be true. We'd all know about this. Like, that's incredible. It isn't the first time that I've heard it, but you're right. I might have heard it on, like, like the Twitterverse or, or Tumblr or probably saw something on TikTok. Right, which is, like, those are the kinds of things that I can't tell if someone is like, obviously no one would believe this, so I can pretend it's true for comedy. And then other times, I'm like, famous Easter Island heads have for, have hidden bodies? We found an article. Oh, on the Forbes, f- so it's got to be real. Yeah, look at no. that. Full ass, yeah. that's nine feet, at least. Hannah, do you see the man? I said at least. <laughs> you see the man in this picture? Everyone needs to Google this because it is so much more than nine feet. Audience, you should know it's at least 15 feet. Probably 20. Probably 30. Probably 30, including the head, but the body is at least 15 feet tall. Does it say in here? Practically everyone has seen the iconic images of the East Ireland heads. 
Let's go down a little bit. They are, these island heads are known as Moai by the Rapa Nui people who carved the figures in the tropical South Pacific, directly west of Chile. All right, folks, this is a long article. I might not get to the whole thing. Um, but you should look it up. It's very interesting. I'm sure there are much more um, anthropologically savvy articles other than this Forbes one. Um, but it turns out it's true. The Easter Island heads have whole bodies underneath. Oh, what a thunk it. Learned so much. I loved this mix of science and history and raccoon facts. Give me a cup. I'm pouring us more sangria. ASMR. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that that was pleasurable to everybody. All right, so next time... Aaron's going to do the research. I'm going to do the research. I'm going to do this thing, too. I'm going to find... How many did you do? Five plus Five. a bonus? Five plus a bonus. I almost did more, but honestly, um, I was telling Aaron that I procrastinated and I didn't even finish researching until this morning. Like, I was five minutes late to getting to her house because I was researching. So... No, no. It was You perfect. could do more than perfect. five. Okay. But is is basically what I was getting at. We want to leave room for questions. Ah, oh, I'm just like not over all of these facts that you I can't found. believe I stumped you. I tested the fake fact on my plan was to have more fake facts, but I also wasn't feeling very creative. Um so I asked Danielle for just topics and I was like, I'll pretend it's improv. And we'll go from there. And she gave me space. You said, space is so big, there's so many things about space that are true, and all I can think of are real facts about space. And she went, all right, dogs. I was like, this is not better. Yeah. No, space is hard because you could really say the craziest thing, and I'd just be like, that has to be true. We don't know what's going on out there. I mean, whatever. If you told me there's a giant floating spaceship that NASA knows about but hasn't told anybody else except they just released it in those files that were released to the public last year and they have this super weird name for it and there might have been life on it like I'd just be like yeah of course it's true obviously obviously this is true well my first thought when she said space I was like ah it goes on forever that sounds crazy that's true <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy and it's real so she wasn't helpful but I tested the um the fake fact on her the hair fact and she went, I'm 90% sure this isn't true. And I went, but will it stump Aaron Bennett? And she said, yes, definitely. It did stump me. It did stump me because I was like, of course everything we own our bodies is related to evolution. The thing that stumped me the most is I was like, I think we're all still kind of animalistic uh, hunter-gatherer folks. Like, I think we're still... I don't think that we've stopped evolving. Okay. Yeah, right? I, like, sometimes I think about it and I just don't think we've gotten all that far. Like, I think I still look at certain people and I'm like, you would do well. I think some of us are further than others. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I'm for sure more evolved than your husband. And <laughs> <laughs> that, in that your, your body, your genetics have recognized that, like, we have overcome struggles with nature and we now live in houses and cities and stuff. Aaron doesn't know that! Aaron's, my husband's body does not know. He's, He's also, like, like, we made him walk away from the computer. He was helping us set everything up, but he wasn't letting us take charge so he walked away and he chose to go outside we live in new england we had a snowstorm last night that dumped four to six inches on us and he went 
if I can't be here, I'll be in nature. Of course. Of course. It's, I mean, it's beautiful outside. It's snow, it's the sun is sparkling. It's cold The trees as are shit. hanging. No. But no. he has enough body hair that it doesn't matter. <laughs> Your body is not meant to keep you warm. You need to move to Hawaii where the climate is perfect for the human body all the time. And then I can do this virtually. Ah, oh, that wouldn't be the same, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. Okay, so just to recap our facts, mm-hmm. let's go over them. What was the first fact? Um, narwhals. Narwhals, tooth. Horn. It grows in, like, a spiral like trees, and so you can tell how old they are by the, like, a cross-section of it. Assuming the narwhal already had a long, fulfilling life and scientists discovered them after they already died a natural death. Yeah, let's pretend this is a fairy tale. Oh my god, (laughs) Hannah! Do not say that to me! Protect the narwhals! Alright. People are evil inherently, it's fine. Um, What? I don't believe that. Well. And uh, here, folks, you have an optimist and a pessimist (laughs) in one room. We'll go through the whole... That actually would be an interesting episode about talking to people about who believes people are inherently bad or inherently good, because that also brings in the whole religious thing. Anyway. Well, but the thing is, I do believe that we're all born inherently good, but I think that because of where society is at, adults are inherently evil, and you have to work really hard not to be because of all of the imagery that you are shown as a developing youth through social media and regular media. Hannah has a degree in child development. <laughs> Sorry. This isn't the topic of today's episode. I'm just saying she has an advantage over me in this particular subject. And counseling. Um, yeah, I don't know. The nature versus nurture debate. That would be an interesting episode. Oh, saving, I love talking about that. Saving that for later. Okay. Erin um, and I also both speak sing most things. Well, when it's important, you should sing it. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I used to deliver bad news to my students by song? Because it confused them long enough that I didn't have to deal with their angry, the anger towards me until I was gone. No. Um, so I used to work in a residential school for delinquent kids that was like one step down from juvie. And if they had gotten into any fights that week, if they'd physically assaulted anybody, if they were caught with contraband, etc., they couldn't go home for the weekend. Um, and kids who got to go home for the weekend were kids who were close to like leaving the program and transitioning home. So when kids would ask me specifically if they could go home, there were other things that I did too. I would go, no, because you punched your teacher. And then I would walk away and they'd stand there confused trying to process. And then by the time I was gone, they'd realize that I had told them no. And then they would get mad and I wasn't there to deal with it anymore. (laughs) That's how I avoided confrontation with children. (laughs) Can't hit people in the face and get freedom. Can't do it. This is, this is true. This is true. Um, all right. So that was the narwhal's fact. <laughs> the, Sorry. The second fact. Um, was that the speeder? The eight mile per hour Oh, guy? yeah. That was true. That was true. That was true. So the first speeding ticket went to a man going eight, eight miles, miles per hour. hour. Eight miles per hour. For operating a... Horseless locomotive. Yes. Locomotive makes me think train. I'm uncomfortable with them referring to a car as a locomotive. Well, they were figuring it out. You know, they're the... Lo- they also used to have these people with red flags that would ride in front of them to alert people that the car was coming. And when they changed... Were those people on horses? Uh, or bikes, I think. Oh. And when the law was changed for the speed limit, they also decided that they didn't need those people anymore. 
and the article said, so a lot of people with a very specific non-transferable skill found themselves without a job. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? Glad we've been doing that for a long time to people. Oh, yeah. All throughout history. Um, all right. So that was the learning about first speeding ticket fact. All right. Third fact. That was the fake one. The hair fact. The hair fact. The hair fact that I made up. All right. Pretty so proud so, of that one. Okay. So. It was rooted in truth. The best lies are half true. Can we review what's true and what's not true? So, narwhal, true. Speeder, true. No, no. Just about the hair. Oh. Men grow hair, more hair than women. But because it's because they of their more... testosterone. Yes. Yes. It is, I said that it was because they had more hair follicles. All right. We also have hair all over our bodies. It's just much thinner. Oh, you're... Okay. Their hair comes oh, in coarser and like thicker. And... I'm like, of course we all have hair follicles. All, all over. <sighs> Foolish. Which ways. is also why, like, when women age and go through menopause and they have less testosterone in their body, they'll start growing, like, mustaches. You or mean have... more? More testosterone? Yes, less estrogen is what I mean. Oh, okay. And have, like, hairy toes and stuff and have thicker arm hair because their testosterone increase. Well, it doesn't increase, but the level of estrogen decreases so it doesn't balance out as well. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. But it's not just to keep the man warm hunting in the woods. All right. I mean, it could have been, but I've, I've fully made that up. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was to convince you that it was real because I know how you feel about, like, our, like, evolutionary traits. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, it was all this, I'll get her. If I tell her it's because of evolution, she'll believe anything I say. And <laughs> it worked. <laughs> okay, wow. All right, well, I'm just going to be taking notes how I can trick you for next week. All right. Um, all right, can't. hair, next thing was dead bodies. No, dead bodies was the last thing. Oh, what was The next thing was... That was three, four. Uh, raccoons. raccoons up your asshole. Raccoons can apparently go through very small holes. And your butt can stretch so big. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm not as surprised about that one. Sometimes when I take poops, it feels like they could be seven inches. Like, I'm not always convinced it doesn't come out horizontally instead of long. Oh, my God. It's not very comfortable. Whoa. I need more fiber. That's too much. Take your fiber, everyone. <laughs> Eat some prunes. Um, I have some in the refrigerator downstairs right now. No, thank you. <laughs> I have no filter. Oh, so that was that was that, and then the next one was, was the dead bodies, dead body. cannibalism, Which and then mean? our bonus fact was the Easter Island bodies. I do feel like using the term cannibalism to say that you're taking a dead body and grinding it up for dust to consume well, as a medicinal powder. Technically, you're eating humans. I guess, it's humans, technically, I guess it's so, and you are a human. So right. that would be... Did you right. know that rabbits tend to be cannibalistic when they give birth? And if there is... I don't know. It's because I've had a lot of rabbits and they've had a lot of babies. Please don't fact check me. I could have been lied to as a child and I believed everything I was told. I was a very gullible kid. But if, like, your bunny has a litter and one of them is dead, they'll eat the dead baby to prevent predators from finding you. And sometimes they don't stop and they eat all of their babies. So when you have domestic rabbits, they tell you to check the litter as soon as it's born to make sure they're all alive. Wow. Nature is beautiful. Cannibalism is fun. No. No? Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong song. Wrong time for the singing. <laughs> Timing something that I'm working on. All right. 
Should we um, plug some of the podcasts that we're listening to this week? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Thank you. You came up with it earlier. I stole it. I know, but to do it now, that was your idea. All right. Audience, listeners. I Do you think do you, it's better to say audience or listeners? Listening audience. Friends. Friends. You're my friend now. Right. <laughs> I need more of them. Friends. We are now going to talk about some of the podcasts that we really like that I think have, I don't know, inspired us to give this a go ourselves. Yeah. Um, you go ahead. Should I just list them off real fast? Ones that I love? I would say the title and a, like, like one sentence description of what it's about. Okay. Um, just one? Or should I do, like, two or three? Up to you. I'm going to do, like, this three. This is Dealer's Choice. You're the dealer. All right. Dealer's Choice. I'm going to talk about three podcasts that I really love. They're all different and that I enjoy. Um, so I'm a big, I'm a big NPR person myself. VPR specifically. Just love that stuff. Um, so... VPR is Vermont Public Radio? Vermont Public Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So one of the ones I really love is called Pop Culture Happy Hour, if anyone has listened to that. Um, It's just a really fun, short podcast, but they always talk about one specific cultural thing uh, that day. It's like Monday through Friday, and it's cool because they give like quick, honest, funny, like movie or TV show reviews, and... um, then kind of like this, they talk about what's making them happy that week, and they're kind of like more niche little media things you can indulge in. And it's just like a fun way to think about what I want to watch or see, because there are like so many things out there. That was uh, so much more than a sentence. I'm so sorry. All right, I'll be <laughs> so fast the next two. Okay, the next one I love is called Laura Limpod, and it's uh, these two girls named Zoe and Erin, and they just talk about the webtoon Laura Olympus, which I love so much that's one of the ones that Aaron and I both read and talk about so good and so I just love listening to these two other young women talk about how much they love this webtoon um and it brings me joy um and another one I love is called Phoebe Reads a Mystery and I should remember the name of the company that they make like many podcasts but this particular one is just a woman named Phoebe and she reads mysteries like she reads a lot of Agatha Christie books um she just reads to you she just reads to you and it's so soothing so it's like a book on tape it's it's like a book on tape it is i don't i can't exactly articulate why it's different than an audiobook but it is right there's a new term for that because tapes don't exist anymore yeah but it it is more it feels like something that would have come before audiobooks like something about it is much more like fireside story time with a cool mystery than just like hitting an audiobook but anyway so shout out shout out to those three those are three of my favorites this is where you're gonna see the really stark differences between me and Erin yes 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 um the first podcast that I've been listening to a lot is called ladies and tangents it's got a lot of the same vibe of what we're doing it's two cousins who just sit down and talk about stuff um they don't really have an exact theme they do a different topic every week um and their dog, Click Clack, joins them, and I would die for Click Clack. That's not an exaggeration. Yes. <laughs> um, I like the Serial Killers podcast, which is self-explanatory. It's called Serial Killers. They talk about serial killers. They're very factual. No fluff. They get right into it. Um, there's one person who researches the killers and one person who researches the psychology behind it, which is kind of cool. Um, and then I also listen to one called This Podcast Will Kill You, and it's two epidemiology PhD candidates, both named Aaron, who um, teach you about disease. And 
they'd go into the history of it, the, um, like, science behind how the disease works in your body, and then kind of where we're at today with it. Is it eradicated? Are most people vaccinated? Is it still a big issue? They did a whole, I think it was, like, three or four episode series on COVID when it first mm. aroused. Like, aroused. as we were... Yep. That's the word that I chose and I'm sticking with it. Uh, like, as we were getting information, they were gathering it and telling us about it. And, like, like they were taking the scientific stuff and they make it sound like everybody can understand it. So, they're pretty cool. Love that. Yeah. So, there you go. You have science, literature, fun. Murder. Murder. <laughs> uh, romance. That's the Laura Olympus thing. Okay. Um, and that's that. I guess this so. This is our first podcast episode. Wow, we did it. Hopefully as they go on, we get less awkward and more, um, unawkward. Funny and amazing. Hilarious. Funny genius. and amazing. Tune in next week for Aaron's episode. Yes. Five facts. What's true? What's not? Hannah will have to find out. I'm going to be way better than she was because Aaron has a couple of tells when she's lying. I am. I'm sorry, folks. I am a bad liar. She but... hates lying. I'm great at it. What does that say about us? I don't know. I don't know. I really bought your lies. Like, you used all your big words and everything, and I was like... I am I get my PhD in bullshitting, is what I've done. Oh, also, we're both... We're both technically working towards master's degrees. Yep. Not even, I don't even need to say that in a funny way. We are. We're both in grad school, folks, and working full-time. I just like to brag about that, because I think we should get credit. And Erin's in grad school at Dartmouth, because she's bougie. Yeah, it is pretty bougie. I'm not going to lie. Even sometimes I'm walking around going, like, does everyone recognize how bougie this shit is? I mean, like, it's just... You're getting an Ivy League master's degree. I know. The college that I'm going through online only does online school. But hey, They listen, were only founded in the 70s, but I'm still getting a degree. <laughs> still a real thing. Women only women were only allowed to Dartmouth in the 70s. The late 70s. So, like... That's like men were only allowed at the school that we went to in the 90s. I think the first year that they had a man graduate was the year that we were born. That was our undergrad. Yes. Yeah. Colby Sawyer College. All right. We don't want to give out too too much personal information, right? We can tell them where we went to school. All right. Just to <laughs> stalk us. Whatever. Stalk me. I want it. Oh, I take it back. Uh, no, don't stalk her. She doesn't mean it. Um, um, anyways, drink water, eat vegetables. Take your vitamins. Should we tell people to like like this and tune in next time. How do we promote I, ourselves? I said come back next week for Aaron's episode. Alright, come back next week. And I next called week, you a bad liar. Next week if this is all Don't going touch well, the microphone. I'm sorry. We will, um, we'll have more, so maybe we'll have social media. Maybe we'll go crazy. Who knows? Anyway, that's all for now, I think. Yeah. Drink water, take vitamins, eat vegetables. We love you. Alright. Is it too soon? I don't know. <laughs> We're out. We're out. Thank you.